All right, Ryan, can we please have a one-word prompt? Um, body. Body? <laughs> yeah. Body, yaddy, yaddy. Body, yaddy, right. yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. Uh, this is, my mind went immediately dark, like finding bodies somewhere or that like oh, the family no. was going to get killed off <laughs> or something like that. Oh. There's too many of them. They got to get rid of some of them, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh they should turn this into a slacker. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Is that what the remake is about? They all die? I think so. Oh, okay. I'm pretty fair. Hold on one second. Hey! hey. Welcome to the Overtime Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Cheaper by the Dozen. The, not the original, but the middleest, which we'll get into. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, the 2002 one, I think. The one three. Three? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve That's Martin, you know it. You know which yeah. one. You're looking at our Instagram. You see the people. You recognize it. You've probably seen it. <laughs> now, CJ, why did you go dark? That's. I just have a sick and twisted mind, Ken. Were you That's watching my like, horror goes. before this or something? Usually we, I'm the one who takes it there. We are only one episode into the new season of Stranger Things. And it's already too oh, spooky. I haven't started it yet. Too spooky. Good, good so far? It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's good. Okay. But it's too spooky. spooky. Yeah. yeah. It's right. It's going to be right up your alley, Ken. I think you'll love right. this season the most. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, and speaking of loving things, Andy. let's bring out our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Returning back to the show is Ryan Holtman. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. I'm Hi. really excited to be back. back. Hi. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got to say, Ken, I mean, the new season of Stranger Things. Now, I've finished. No spoilers. I promise no spoilers. Please. Thank you. It's it's so good. It's so good. Just keeps getting yeah. better and better, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And this, I mean, yeah, it did take a turn for the dark this season. But nothing beyond that, I won't say. I won't spill any beans. beans. Now, Ryan, why did you say body? I guess that's a better question. You know, I have no idea. I looked, I looked up. You said one word suggestion. I looked up. I stared right at my window and I went body and I, I don't know, I guess <laughs> like somebody I, I walked by? <laughs> no one walked by. I'm on the sixth floor. I have no idea. Huh. I don't even know. I guess it'd be very concerning if someone did walk by then. Yeah. Could you imagine? That would be very, what we do in the shadows. Very, what oh, yeah. we do in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, I would welcome, I would, I would invite a vampire in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even hesitate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hang out with Jackie Daytona. Oh my God, one hundred percent. It's God. Oh, now I'm like, should I have done what we do in the shadows? Anyway, cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> oh is that our segue? I guess that's it. Yeah, you just <laughs> teed it up for it, which I'm not used to. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about cheaper by the dozen and more coming up on the Over Talking Podcast. They were one big happy family. Until Dad tried to make things better. Shake McGuire wants me to coach the Stallions. My whole life is here in Midland. I'm not moving. I promise you we will be a happier, stronger family. No idea what that means. And we're back on the We're Talking Podcast. Joined once again by returning guest Ryan Holtman. And we're talking about Cheaper by the Dozen. Ryan. Yes. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen Cheaper by the Dozen what it's all about. Ready to go. I love it. Um, in this remake of the classic film, <laughs> the, uh, the Baker family uh, resides in Midland, Illinois. Um, 
where Tom and I'm forgetting Bonnie Hunt's name, but um, Bonnie Hunt, <laughs> Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt have 12 kids. Um, you might think they're way, over, way in over their heads, but they're not um, because nice. they can tackle it together. And um, uh, But then Tom gets the, uh, the, teacher, the offer of a lifetime when oh. moves his family to Evanston, hey. Illinois, and hey. chaos ensues when Bonnie One. Hunt leaves. <laughs> Snuck it in there. I snuck it in there. I yeah, the main <laughs> yeah, a remake. Good. It's a remake. Can you yeah. believe that? Have either of you seen the original, the 1950 original? I have. Wow. Really? Yeah. Does it does it hold up? Is it good? <laughs> well, admittedly, it's been a really really long time since I've actually since I actually saw it, but it's much sadder. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it's. And it's not really, it's, it's based on the real-life Gilbreth family, who actually gets a call-out in this, in this Keeper by the Dozen, where they're playing Apple Schmear, uh, they're hitting the apple, and then Piper Parabo, I know none of these characters' names besides Mark, Piper Parabo, who's the eldest daughter, goes to Ashton Kutcher, uh, like, oh, Apple Schmear, my great-grandma Gilbreth invented this, but Gilbreth is the name of the actual real-life family that is featured mm. in the original film. Just a little mm. bit of, of a little bit of trivia, wow. <laughs> and uh, it's cool. it's it's sad. It's it's actually sad. The dad has is the dad dies of a heart attack at the very end. Whoa! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I yeah. thought you were going to say they did get a divorce or something like that, <laughs> or they, no. one of the children was murdered or something. <laughs> one of the children was mur- yeah run over by a, a new Ford car. No, <laughs> Model T, <laughs> a Model T Ford. It's, but it's so sad because one of the ch- the youngest child, I think, turns turns to somebody and goes, "Daddy's dead," <laughs> and then credits. That's all. The movie. Oh my god! I mean, it's like they bury him, I think, and then it's like that's it. But Jeez. but I this actually now I looked I, as I was as I was looking for the for a little back a cute background photo. I, I saw that Bonnie Hunt had taken the first stab at writing a script for this Keeper by the Dozen oh. as a oh. dramedy. Yeah, as a dramedy. Oh, and the, then, the 2022 one? No, no, this... Uh, oh, the, the... Okay, the, the, the one, the Steve fun. Martin. 2003? 2003. Wait, okay. Ken, how old do you think Bonnie Hunt is? <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so but, but she wanted... But it was a dramedy, and the dad had cancer. Jeez. And all I could think was, like, if they went that route, like... Steve Martin has cancer and he also falls from a chandelier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It's like, can't it win. would be just like, you know, yeah. yeah, you really can't win. You can't win with that. Dang. Well, see, that's how they should have ended this one. Except instead of cancer, he did fall from the chandelier again at the end and, and dies. Like, cuts his carotid artery or something like that. <laughs> he bleeds, bleeds out. out. <laughs> I would have gone like breaks oh his neck or something like that. It's just like a quick death. But can you want a slow and painful in front I of want the that kids? Whole front foyer to be full of blood by the end of this movie. <laughs> oh my god! All the kids run in, but they slip on the blood, and That's it's all right. a mess. <laughs> it's, it's the comedy part again. Yeah. Well, this this is literally insane too. Because now this house that they filmed at, like a famous person, I I just saw like a few weeks ago, Kat Von D. I think their name is. They're a tattoo artist or something, yeah. but they bought this house oh, and wow. they turned it into a gothic extravaganza. Where <laughs> is the house? Is it actually in Evanston? It is not. It's in I looked this up. They're a bunch of posers. None of this was shot in Chicago or Evanston. The, yeah. They're liars. None of it was. 
But did you see that the train station had <laughs> Chicago, an old timey Chicago letter? Yeah, I was like, that's not that's not real. Yeah, <laughs> that's not real. Nowhere in Union Station, not even on the not even on the um, not even on the famous steps of Union Station. What's that? The 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 mafia oh. movie. Oh my god! You know what I'm? Do you know what I'm talking about? With the stroller no. down the steps, the baby stroller down the steps. I also have no idea. <sighs> Wow, whatever that is, we need to do it because neither of us have seen it clearly. It's huh. a classic. I don't even remember. The guy gets shot like a hundred times. It's insane. Wow. Oh my god. Anyway. I also just googled <laughs> Midland, Illinois, because I wasn't sure if that was a real place. And it yeah. is some like township that is literally like four blocks and that's it. There's <laughs> so like one street that goes through it and like two <laughs> other streets on the side. And that's it. Oh, These are the days. The country, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are the days. <laughs> it's how it really opened, right? It's yeah. how it opened. Oh, a God. tracking I, shot. Can, can we talk about the killer soundtrack to this movie? Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It actually, actually is pretty It was decent. really good. I wrote down yeah. some of the songs. You've got Life is a Highway, classic. Uh-huh. Yes. And then because this is in early 2000s, we get some In Too Deep by Sum 41. Great. Yeah. And then, yes. my favorite, sing it with me, guys. Here it goes. I'm just a kid, and life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid, I know that it's not fair. Nobody cares, cause I'm alone. So good. My latte. <laughs> <laughs> It's, Brian, how many times have you seen this movie? Because <laughs> you're letting on pretty early on that it's more than once. <laughs> it's much more than once. This movie was, this movie, and I'm referencing my, you know, my first episode that I was on the pod, Aquamarine. This movie similarly was a pillar of my my childhood. I've I've seen it so many times, um, but I haven't. But that was when I was younger. I, I w- you know, getting older. The first time, I mean, it's probably been 10 years since I watched it. Mm-hmm. But I, but of course, last night, I watched it last night. And, um, oh my God, it took me right back. I, I just like, and, and Ken, I was telling CJ, and listeners, I was telling CJ before. <laughs> I we talked before the episode, we're friends. We talk, yeah, we talked before the episode, we're friends. I don't see Tom Baker and, and I'm forgetting, I keep forgetting her name, but I only see Bonnie Hunt and Steve Martin. Right. I don't see them. They're not acting. This is them. <laughs> they actually have twelve kids. They're married. They're the they're the perfect parents. And I mean, well, not perfect, but you know, I, I just like I I only see them. And they were they were like you know I I wanted twelve siblings growing up because of this movie, yeah. or th- eleven siblings, I guess, eleven siblings growing up because of I mean this they movie. they let the kids play roller hockey in the house. They sound like pretty perfect parents in my mind. Yeah. Oh my I would have God. killed to be able to do that. So fun. Well, if the game gets bigger than three on three, they got to take it outside. That's yeah, true. There are that's rules. a good line. <laughs> there are, yeah, make no mistake, Oprah, there are rules. <laughs> like we, yeah. yeah, there's rules in this household. Uh, but games. yeah, I love, I mean, I love I'm, this movie. Yeah. I, I even, when I was younger, I even wrote down like my big family's names, like my imagined siblings' names. <laughs> Can we hear some of them? Like three? I, Are, do you well, have any real siblings? Are any of them like their names or no? <laughs> yes. I have one sibling, a younger sister. Her name's Alex. 
Um, and um, uh, she was in it. She was in okay. it. But, okay. Yeah, She's included. She That's good. That's good. That's good. She was included. Yes. We have a great relationship. But, um, but oh my gosh. No, I had a lot of, uh, like, I had a lot of older brothers, though. I wanted older brothers. And I would, like, ask, I mean, you know, and I I don't remember, I don't remember. But I know that I still have the piece of paper. Because I keep everything. Pack rat. I'm a pack rat. (laughs) 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 I keep it all. So, uh, so, yeah. So, oh, well, actually, my two best friends were in my family. And at the time, in fourth grade, it was Harper and Ethan. (laughs) <laughs> those those are good names too. Those are not yeah. like your standard Harper. Yeah, Harper. Yeah, that's great. We were we were triplets in my imagined family. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, Ken and myself are both older brothers, and we do rule. So yeah. yeah, you 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 did good there, wanting to wish for them. Yeah, that's right. Dude, I mean, hey, I know I was right on the money. I knew what I wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, I le- I mean, God, and there's. Actually, rewatching this movie, I just there's so many, so many iconic parts, so many, so many, <laughs> so many line readings. I and I actually VIP line reading I think goes to Hillary Duff here, and now Hillary Duff, one of the middle kids, a drama queen, Hillary Duff, fantastic. She says, "Check it out, pops. Like, check it out, pops. Uh, call me crazy, pops. Oh no, it's call me crazy, pops." And I literally was just like, I had to pause because I was just like, <laughs> "Pops is a good. That's a good line. I, I do like uh, calling. I call my dad Pops occasionally just to like mess with them and try to get a reaction out of them. Basically, I mean, any name that isn't Dad, I'll, I'll try to like throw. I don't his know way. if I can picture that. CJ, can you say, "Call me crazy, Pops"? Just call me crazy, Pops. <laughs> it seems so natural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like anyone would it, say that. It just falls out. Check it out, Dad. Mike, Mike repelled from the side of the house. Call me crazy pops, but things are getting pretty crazy around here. There it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was good. Yes, I. She earned. You know that she was paid more than she was because she's a star at this time. Oh uh-huh. yeah, and she earned every dollar that they paid her. I don't know how much they paid her, but acted her heart dollar. out. Oh god, she. Acted her I, I can't tell if you're serious or not, but she was like my <laughs> least favorite part of this movie. <laughs> she does just She's, basically complain the whole movie. I don't think she really adds and, a lot to like solutions. She is solutions like overacting or... every line that he says. It's so cringy. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, she lays it on thick. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah, she lays it. She on finally there. shows some sibling love in the last five minutes of the movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sometimes I do want to kill her, but I'd also kill for her. It's but like, I'd also oh, cool, kill for her. yay, murder. Yeah, wow. <laughs> like that comparison. <laughs> it's yeah, it's insane. It's insane. She really, yeah, she's earning her keep. And actually, but I think if we're gonna give, if on the flip side, if we're giving an acting award to oh, somebody. I think it's got to be Mark, the actor that plays ah, a sad little ginger, boy, the ginger Mark. Oh yes, the, the sad little boy. He's he's his only friend is Beans the Frog, who uh, dies at the end. Who dies at the end? By the way, though, Beans, the actor that plays Beans from Even Stevens, is also <laughs> in this movie. There's two oh. Beans. There are two Beans. There are two Beans in this movie. <laughs> two Crossover. Beans for the Christ one. Yeah, two reigns for the prize I want. Yeah, it's and and could you even believe Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Successions? Alan Ruck. Yeah, 
Right. Cameron. Earning his keep as the non-confrontational neighbor husband. Yes. Yes. Okay. I want to talk about a very specific scene, if you guys recall this. So Mark goes missing. (laughs) They knock on that neighbor's, uh, Alan Ruck's door. The the wife, who's a terrible person, doesn't want to go help find a missing kid, tries to rub it in their face instead. Would land. I knew your kids would land up on a milk carton one one of these days. Yeah. So much sass. Yeah. Fuck you, lady. (laughs) My kid's missing. What a nice thing to say. Uh, And then, okay, so Alan Ruck agrees to help her, but you catch a glimpse where it looks like Bonnie Hunt is reaching for his hand as if... He she's going to like hold the hands with him to bring him oh. outside of the house and then like go find Mark together. Do you think there's some sort of subplot going on there where he was cheating like on, so. on Steve Martin? How I mean it's Cameron how, from Ferris Bueller. How would you not want to? Well yeah. <laughs> I mean I can't say I blame her. Yeah. My my thing is there would be no time. You know what true, I mean? True. <laughs> no privacy okay. whatsoever. He's, or, he's yeah. writing a book. She's uh-huh. editing a book. Well, I guess I mean that book went to print really fast. At least, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but she she's not she's quote unquote not home for two weeks. Yeah, two whole. You weeks. know, she could be touring around, and she was on some shows. But I'm sure, there was some downtime. Maybe she swung back home and uh, snuck over to the neighbor's house. I don't know. I think it's I think it's disgusting that you both are putting this on <laughs> to Bonnie. <laughs> you perverts! <laughs> you perverts! Alan wanted to help. <laughs> Exactly. Ellen, he's a nice Mark's guy. Yeah, he's Mark's helping her gone. out. I mean, she has needs. And, and, and I'm sure they don't have time one. with all the kids. Classical gas is playing, and Mark is gone. You understand? <laughs> Classical gas. <laughs> Mark's exactly. gone. Emotions There's... are high. It, it, yeah. things, things happen to people. Things you get feelings. <laughs> her eldest daughter is dating an actor. Yeah. What on earth? Uh, also, wait, actually, those parts, too. I mean, I hope they're in the Academy of Film's new museum. Because soaking his underwear in meat and the take it to the max. Those, like, the Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's I, I so did, I did yeah. like the sort of, like, okay. fourth wall breaking where he is an actor in this movie and goes, like... This is my whole thing, pointing to his face. Like, this yeah. is how I get the jobs. I was like, I'm not that yeah, good of an you're actor. Right. I know that. I'm yeah. not that good of an actor. Yeah. And so yes. On the, the opposite end of Hillary Duff, I think Ashton Kutcher is my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> okay. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. He's, oh my God. Tom, Tom, could, could we keep the kids away from the LeBaron? I just <laughs> yeah. had her whack. Respect I, the perimeter. I mean, they're also in a. They're in like a a, a modernist apartment. It's insane. Like it's yeah, it's some weird yeah. loft thing. Yeah. yeah, you know they have the like zigzag royal blue martini glasses in the glass paneled cabinet cupboards. You know, uh-huh. and like the center table looks like it's right out of uh, I don't know the Museum of Contemporary Art. <laughs> it's insane. I, I really appreciated his driving gloves. Love, love a guy that wears oh, yeah. little strap, strappy leather gloves to take out the LeBaron. They come with that car, I think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. They probably hand you those with the keys. Right. <laughs> oh, you're going to the need car. these. Trust us. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to want to actually touch this car. <laughs> and make sure she- to always respect the perimeter. Yes. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt going, oh, he's a winner. Oh, he's a winner. I just was like, 
Yeah, he is. Here we go. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm on TV. Mark, my brother's missing. <laughs> yeah, he I'm wants on to TV. watch himself in a commercial. I'm on TV. It's, I, oh my God. See, Ryan, yeah. you're mad at us for implying this uh, uh, marital affair, but if you watch the bloopers, Bonnie Hunt starts making out with the oh, oldest yeah. son. <laughs> yeah, her own? Her Fine. own blood. So... It's not the okay, final, explain that. Okay, but wait, what's his name? He's from Smallville. Tom. No idea. It's Smallville. That's what you can just call him. Tom Smallville. Smallville. Yeah. Tom Small. Tom something. Okay, Tom Smallville. I mean, if he was your eldest son, I think you'd start making out with him too. <laughs> He's a hunk. Yeah. Football star? You kidding me? I'm a, a senior in high school? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, apparently Jared Padecki or whatever, the bully who's in it for like one second was supposed to be the eldest son, uh, the oh, guy from whoa. Supernatural, if you, if you know him, um, but he couldn't make no. it due to some sort of conflict, but they put it, still put him in as the bully because he was taller than small little guy. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Oh, oh, the bully at school. Oh, yes. Smallville guy's bully. I was thinking like the young, young latte. Oh, bully. the the young kid. No, no. oh, the, the, the upside down visor and the like monotone colors and stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, they like they pull up, and that's so. Uh, maybe not Evanston, but it's it's very North Shore. Yeah. By the way, they pull up. They're in the blacked out windows. They're like, no. The kids drink coffee. Yeah. yeah my latte. My latte. I, I mean, I, I was just like, yeah, this this all rings true. And I love all know, the I'm, like the little kid fighting is just wrapping your arm around their like neck and be like, I got him. Oh, this is a fight. I mean, just <laughs> roll around in the dirt, basically. And at that point, the kids are so pissed off at their parents, and uh, like the kids are so pissed off at their parents that basically like they are sticking up for the sibling that they say came, was dropped off by the UPS guy. The FedEx guy, excuse me. The FedEx guy. Oh, but, right. oh my God. FedEx. The UPS guy. That's his whole wow. thing. His nickname, FedEx. <laughs> Which, like, that, that is a pretty, that's a mean nickname. That's a brutal. <laughs> it's, it's, brutal. brutal. Yeah. Yeah. it's a brutal nickname. It's a brutal yeah. nickname. And I guess, too, for the listeners, I mean, you know, I gave the 32nd thing at the, pl- at the you know, the 32nd plot, but what happens is Steve Martin gets his dream job, brings the whole family to Evanston. Bonnie Hunt leaves on her book tour, and the family runs crazy. These kids are crazy. They're puking in the kitchen. They're slacking on their chores. They're throwing blocks at the preschool teacher. Um, they're, they're giving snakes to, to, to people, to, to the neighborhood children. To beans. I mean, to beans. They're giving snakes to beans. <laughs> Which also, like, yeah, just, I mean, it's insane. These kids are out of control. And Steve, this, this, this is a bad, I mean, this is a, this is the stay-at-home dad. It, this movie is like, this, this says to the stay-at-home dad sort of thing, this, this progress that we've made with stay-at-home dads, it says to it, mm-mm-mm, dads can't handle it. They <laughs> not equipped. It. They are not no. equipped. And mom has to come in. Mom always has to come in to save the day. Which, I I did re- I did like the a part that made me chuckle. Kid comes and pukes in the kitchen. Steve Martin yells for help. Another kid comes in, slips on the puke, gets up, and then pukes because he's covered in puke. That got me. That was pretty funny. 
It's so good. Pasta de la crepe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. I wonder how many of those lines he like ad-libbed or something. Yeah. Felt like a, a few every now and then was like, I wonder if he just made that up. Apparently, just because of how crazy it was with all these little kids around, like a lot of the stuff was like came up on the set for it. Um, like the meat underwear thing Steve Martin came up with apparently on set. Oh. Um, the kids so at the beginning, the, the two twins, when they're dumping like the entire bag of dog food out into the bowl, that was just, they just did that and they happen to get it on film. Like that wasn't <laughs> part of the script at all. Oh my God. I did enjoy that part of the bloopers too. Them basically showing like, Hey, yeah, it's difficult are. to film with kids because yeah. they get cranky and don't want to do what you're telling them to do. Yeah. Oh my God. That set must have just been, yeah, must have just been chaos. Yeah. Sure. So I also, now Mark, FedEx boy, that bedroom, can we talk would, about yeah, that? Yeah, I would kill for that one. bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. And a freaking slide downstairs to the outdoors. I mean, yeah, but that, that room's all the way at the top of the house, so, so I'm sure during the summer it's got to get real hot up there. It's got to get real. Know. No central, no central uh, AC in there. Probably not. <laughs> in that old house, in that attic, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is true. It didn't look like it was really like finished in that room. And I don't know, this is another very specific scene, but we have like an eagle eye view of his bed, and he has stained glass windows. But because of where the light is coming in, it looks like he just pissed the bed. There's just yellow all over it, like splotches <laughs> on that. his bed. Huh. Oh my god, I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah FedEx uh, pissed in his bed. <laughs> As he's FedEx morning beans. Oh my god, this this little boy. Okay, first the affair, which I I let slide, but only so much. And now <laughs> because it's the, possible. The, yeah, because you agree. It's possible. Okay. Continue. <laughs> but now the the bullied child was still wetting the bed. I mean, I guess I don't well, okay. I I mean I have to say enough enough's enough. Okay. Stop. I'm, I'm sorry. Stop with the bull stop with the bullying of the Baker family. <laughs> they they're paycheck to paycheck right now. And they they have twelve kids and their their eldest daughter won't leave her life in the city to come help. They're in the throes of it. They're in the thick of it. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah, it was a very interesting glimpse at the publishing world where she had a manuscript approved and they said they were going to publish it. And while she's there talking about the details of publish the book, they're like, oh, by the way, you have to stay here for another two weeks and immediately yeah. go on the book tour, even though otherwise, it's like not released. Otherwise, the book's not released, which how could it not already have been printed by that point? I don't understand. If you're yeah. doing the book tour... What is happening? Here? Yeah, I know, I know, but publishing is crazy. <laughs> As we all know, it's that's, a crazy that's, business. That's what we're supposed to take away from it. Right? It's yeah. absolutely insane. And if you want it all, you can't have it. <laughs> that's that's the message of the movie. That's the message. Something's got to give. Not, not One of you has to quit your job. Let's get realistic One of you has here. to quit. Yeah. One of you has to quit, and it's going to be the woman. That's because, just how it's going to be. You know. Yeah, because the man has to have it all. Actually, and then the kids also offer to give up everything so that dad can have it all. I mean, right. does that's the patriarchy... That's just what they expect. I don't know. <laughs> that's what they expect? I'll give up hand-me-downs. Lorraine, uh, Hillary Duff, Lorraine, whose who's, who's basically character backstory is she's in hand-me-downs. 
is um <laughs> yeah it's, it's literally like i'll go back to hand me yeah yeah it's insane and actually now star maker though star maker this movie is dax shepherd plays the camera guy yeah did we, spotify did we, podcast daddy Dax so Shepard. actually, the, all of quote unquote Oprah's film crew is the film crew from uh, Punked. Ashley Kutcher's <laughs> Punked. It's wow. the same film crew apparently. He brought, brought them with. Apparently, I don't know. He brought them with. Wow. They're, they said skip the casting. Ashton said, "I know a few guys. I know <laughs> I a few so. guys." All right, CJ's getting antsy. So I have a hard out, guys. Yes. I think we have to move on. So it's time for... Hey, did you do that? That's right. This is the trivia portion of our show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watch. Ryan, CJ, are you two ready? Ready. Yes. Cool. And it's perfect because this is short. First question, uh, just shout out the number or what you think the number is. But when cheaper by the... <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> the magic number. When Cheaper by the Dozen was made, how many real-life children did Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt have between the two of them? I mean, not, you know, actually with each other, but... This is what I was saying. They're like mom and dad. Yeah. I only see them as... Yeah. Seven. Okay. I'd say say nine. Seed is closer, I guess, so I'll give you the point, but the correct answer is zero, apparently? Oh. (laughs) Neither of them had had children at this point in their lives? Huh. Steve Martin only recently had his first child uh, like five years ago or something. Oh, wow. Which is crazy to me because he's kind of older now, I think. I don't know. (laughs) He's a little old. (laughs) Wait. Wow. Okay. I can't believe Bonnie Hunt didn't have any kids either. She's very maternal. I don't know. Good actor. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What is she doing now, by the way? I haven't seen her in anything. Yeah. I feel like she hasn't been in anything in a while. I know. I have no idea. I don't even know. She had her own show at one point, right? Oh, that's all I remember. Anyway. All right. Next question. This is multiple choice. Who else was considered for the role of the dad in this movie? Was it A, Robin Williams, B, Jim Carrey, C, Matthew Broderick, or D, Mel Gibson? Matthew Broderick, a little Ferris Bueller's Day Off (coughs) reunion. Oh, my Uh, God. Robin Williams would have killed it in this role. I'll say him. Okay. And I'll do I'll do I'll do uh, I'll do Matthew Broderick, I think. Okay. Robin Williams is correct, but also wow. one other name is true, but it's not Matthew Broderick. It's it's uh Jim Carrey. It's not, it's Mel Gibson, apparently. Boo. I don't know why the hell they would have done I'm glad they didn't go with Mel Gibson. Uh r- really quick, you know how we said uh sh- Bonnie Hunt, we haven't seen her in, in a bunch of things lately. Yeah. Uh she had her own show called the Bonnie Hunt Show. That's that's what I was talking about, yeah. <laughs> okay, that lasted for two hundred and seventy six episodes. Yeah. Oh I've my never God. heard of that before. Yeah, that, she, was, she was very big at one point. It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar, but it was after this. Yeah. This nice. A star maker. I mean, she was a star beforehand, but star maker. Launched her career. <laughs> yeah. So good. All right. Uh, we'll do two more. CJ, you have two points, right? Okay. Right. Just, to, just to give Ryan a chance to catch up, we'll, we'll do two more to see if it'll, if it'll tie, but I don't know. Okay. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage? This is the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Closest without going over. CJ, since you're in the lead, you go first. Critics. 
Harsh. Uh, Forty-eight. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty. A nice round forty. Okay. <laughs> I, I did say closest without going over, so that's not totally employing the whole strategy of that, but that's cool. Uh, you both are way over. Uh, no, it's no. about 20, 24%. Oof. Uh, 24? Yeah. 24%. Out of 100? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's how that works, yeah. Oh, Ouch. my. Sorry. Sorry. Can Sorry I? What are the who were, who were the critics that were serving? <laughs> I want names. Who are these critics? <laughs> I want names. It's, Ryan it's did Ebert? not understand. <laughs> yeah, Cisco. I, I I can't compre- I can't comprehend. It, it, this movie had a character named Shake McGuire. <laughs> Hated Hello? that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. You listen here. Yeah. <laughs> this meeting is over. Yeah. This meeting is over. Present I decide Gerhard. when I get up and walk away. Also, like, they left, but Oprah's coming to the house. Why would you leave when Oprah's <laughs> coming to the house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the, Dax Shepard said, I'm going to call Oprah's people and let her know. Aren't you Oprah's people? You work for the show. Yeah, right? Why yeah. Why you just directly call Oprah? Yeah. The, but, but again, the ins and outs, and I don't want to defend, I, I mean, I don't want to defend, you know, the, the screenwriter too hard, I guess, you know, but the ins and outs of the industry. I mean, who knows? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, crazy. it's like the publishing industry. It's just wild. Just flying by the seat of their pants. They're printing books that they don't even know. They're, no. ca- they're writing They're ca- writing books that their bodies can't cash. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> There's something there. Yeah. There's something there. Um, hey, something. we got to move on. Uh, CJs are winning, I have a heart out. Dang. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> um. Just really quick, uh, and I'm just going to say it, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes was 56%, which is still okay. not super great, but yeah. it's better. That's passing, right? Yeah, that's passing. <laughs> well, let's let's see what we think. Uh, it's time for our ratings. 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 Ryan, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate cheaper by the dozen for you? And okay, in well. case you were wondering, I looked up the Aquamarine scores in case we want like a... Something to compare it to, Ryan. You gave Aquamarine an eleven and a half. So, what is cheaper <laughs> by the dozen? Good. Well, I do need to. Rem- I do recall last time you guys said to me that there are baseline points that a movie can get. So I think <laughs> that's right. We started one- with it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. So it that's a, a one out of one out uh-huh. of ten. We uh, and then I think yes. I-, I don't know. There were a few other ones. I'm actually forgetting what they are. But I think it moved us up to like four. The three or four points that are baseline points, which I think this movie meets. <laughs> it is a movie. Yeah, you're right. So I'd, <laughs> so I'd have to, I'd, I'd, and I'd have to say 12 is their number. So I'd have to give it a 12 out of 10. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dang. All right. It's so good. And it's family fun for the whole family. Steve Martin's at his best. And um, I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's it's good. And at the, probably the last, probably last 20 minutes of the movie, I, I'm not even joking you. And now I, I may be a little bit emotional right now, but I was tearing up. I truly had to pause it for a quick sec because I I, I couldn't see through my wall of tears. It was so the, good. The Mark part Mark, is, is sad. Yeah, that yeah. got It's sad. Mark's yeah. gone. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. 
I did. I do like your closing argument of, and it's good. <laughs> That's how we should end a lot of our ratings. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm a critic. You yeah, understand that's right. I'm a credit. Yeah. I look at all the I look at everything and I go, okay, that's good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are yours? <laughs> See, do you want to go first or should I? Uh sure. Let's say okay, it's a movie. It gets Make a point. Day. Uh Steve okay. Martin getting another point. We're uh-huh. up to two. Uh the soundtrack. Three points. Mm. Gotta love some it. simple plan. Yes. Um so it did pull at my heartstrings at the end. Not yeah, yeah. I, I gotta be honest. Yeah, it got a little sad there. Another point for that. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Uh, like, uh, maybe this is like the a, point threshold for would you watch it again? Yeah. Would I watch it? I, I would never myself mm. be like, we should watch this. <laughs> but if someone were to throw it on and I happen to be in that room, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, this sucks. I'd be like, okay. yeah, okay, fine. We can watch okay. this. So with that being said, maybe like for me, it's a five and a half. Okay. Passing. I think that's passing. passing. Right? That's, that's pretty in line with the audience scoring, Ryan. Yeah, that's <laughs> higher than Aquamarine. So we're getting there, Ryan. We're we're improving in the scores. I gave a four to Aquamarine. So better than what, what did I give to Aquamarine? You gave it a three, which <laughs> yeah. I think you were the one to set the sort of baseline of like it's not yeah. getting any more points than that. It was a movie. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm actually going to approach this from the other angle. I'm going to start out with a full ten points because it's it's wow. you know Steve Martin, Ashton Kutcher. The best people ever, but I got to knock off a point every time Hillary Duff said something. So a five, <laughs> five for me. Five, okay, cool. Yeah, five. Listeners, you can tell how much she's in the movie. She's in it barely five times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah five times. So that's it. Wow, wow. Okay, fair. Thank I you guess. so much for coming back on, Ryan. We yeah. love having you. Do you have anything oh you want to plug at the end here? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm I'm at Logan Square Improv. Uh, June 26th, uh, the Sunday show, uh, me and my little team from Bet- firm, but fair, we're opening for, uh, little heroes in the late nineties, two teams that are, mwah, they're amazing. They're the best. Um, uh, I hate to break yeah. it to you. That show has already happened by the time this comes out. <laughs> Oops. Oh so I hope it was a good one. <laughs> Wait, the 26th. Yeah. We are banking these. We are we're we're way in the future. We're banking. Yeah. Then no. Then no. <laughs> oh, okay, great. All right. I'm not a planner. <laughs> Hope it was a good show. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, it was fantastic. And yeah, thank bro. you both for it coming. Right. Thank oh, yeah. you so much for coming. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We were there. Of course. We brought Absolutely. you roses after yes. the show. Yeah. It was, it, it was so unnecessary, but it was it was fantastic. Oh no, it was necessary. It was that good. Yeah, we oh, had to. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. Well. Thank you. <laughs> all right, Steve, what do we got? You can follow us on all the things at OverTalkingBot. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us at OverTalkingBot at gmail.com or go to our website, OverTalkingBot.party. You can type in the word Aquamarine. Find Ryan's first episode. It was a good one. It was a lot of fun. That's right. Check it out. And we have 30 Woo! seconds left, so I don't think we have time for the OverTalking Oh, no, we this definitely week, have time. So, shoot. Oh, no. No, they're here. Uh, oh, no. Uh, I'll go as quick as I can. The Overtalking Overlords have arrived. There are guests like all the worldly landlords who arrive at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and special review. Reviews will help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. And I, I'm gonna actually get to catch a ride Amazing. with them, so I'm going to go now, too. Okay. Bye. <laughs> wow. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Ryan Holtman. 
Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.